This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it. As we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good morning. This is Paul Kenny from uh, Storage Wars Canada, but all downsizing heroes. We're the people to help you with the downsizing. This is a show about stuff, as my son would say. He's not here today. He's out on assignment again. And next week, we're probably going to have Glenn Ty from Glory Days helping me in, helping me out with the show as well. This is a call-in show. That means you need the numbers to call in. 416-360-0740 or... Uh, out of town is 866-740-4740. Now, this is, stuff, this is a show about stuff. Your stuff you want to get rid of, stuff that we're trying to sell. Uh, we're sell, we're going to give you the price on stuff, how to get rid of it. Um, the list, like, you have questions about gold coins, silver coins, Royal Daltons, pop signs, sports cards and memorabilia is always a biggie. Um, beetle items, automobile, car stuff, garden gnomes, art, old dolls, statues, pottery, costume, co- costume. And I say this one out of every three collections of costume that comes into our store has gold and silver and people don't know. Cups and saucers, military items, old prints, vintage clothing, purses, political signs and buttons. Um, I mean, it's endless. It's stuff you see all around the room. And the reason I'm bringing this up that you've got to actually call us, actually, should go in, is that this week I heard someone donated, donated or gave them to um, Valley Village a bunch of maps. Well, they sold the maps to a picker, and the picker sold the maps for 30, one of the maps for $3,700. Okay. Now, the person, I don't know, Valley Village probably sold for 5 or $10. And the person who donated them got absolutely nothing. And because he was just all his stuff. And we're going to talk in this show today. We're going to give you the gold prices. I'm also going to give you uh, what we do. We're going to run through it. I got to run through this stuff of what we do here. Uh, because a lot of people will call me about one, like a diamond suite. And I said, well, that's, we can try and help you. I'll point in the right direction. But it's what we do at this place. We also want to go in about, my wife wants an IBM Selectra typewriter. She's sick and tired of the computers. She wants to be working. I'm out to buy one. Uh, and we're going to talk about gas station gold. Obviously, we're going to talk about um, uh, the gold and silver price. So hang on, because gold and silver is up big time this week, okay? So on this here... On um, the gas station gold, this is more like a public service announcement. People come up to you when you're at the gas station or coming out of a bank, and they pick on seniors. These these lowlifes pick on seniors, 
and they'll say, yeah, I need $50 for gas, or you're filling your tank, just why don't you put it, put it on your visa, or and all I got is this piece of gold, will you take it? And you look at it, and, and it looks like about $3,000 of gold is worth nothing, nothing, okay? And they've, uh, they've come up to me. I've had dealers bring it in because we pay the most for gold and silver in the city. We've had dealers bring it in and say, I bought this or someone bought it for me. ends up being absolutely worthless. This gas station gold, if someone comes up and tries to give you gold at a gas station or just outside your bank when you're coming out with some money, do report them. Take a picture of them with your phone and send it on to the police because they're scamming. That's my public announcement for today. We like to say we're going to go back to uh, um, the gold and silver prices later on in the show. And I can't. I got to mention baseball's back. I mean, kind of. Can't go to the game. We can't cheer. Uh, they're not even playing near us. I don't know what a home field is, but baseball's back, and ba- and basketball's come back to finish off the season. I mean, it's very intense. You can't spend your whole life watching Netflix. Okay, so. We're going to be, um, the gold and silver price are very important. We're going to have also, we're going to talk about a photograph worth more than $2 million. Because every week we're going to bring you one item that what the heck were they thinking when they bought this. And uh, that'll be later on in the show as well. But first of all, we're going to go to Rick. Rick, how are you doing there? How are you doing, Paul? How are things going? Good, good. It's been, I've got a couple stories later on in the show but what happened this week, and I don't know. Sometimes I, I wish more people were listening. And After they listen to the show, you got to talk to your neighbor and tell them not to do that. If you see your neighbor clearing out his house, tell him yes. to call me. Yes, I mean, this absolutely. thing about the map, and a guy was selling um, at uh, the Outdoor Antique Show yesterday, sold $3,000 worth of cups and saucers. I keep on right. telling He goes into people's houses, buys them for 10 bucks, sells them for $300, and... People think $10 is a lot for a cup and sauce, and I can't, can't help but tell them that that's not a good price. But the well, map you know, story, you, you, they we're, actually... We're, go ahead. You, you're constantly trying to impress upon people where at the very least, at the very least, give you a call. Get that second or third opinion. It doesn't hurt to get that valuable opinion because more times than not, it puts more money in their pocket. And that's something I didn't really want to touch upon today. Yeah. And, and it's going on, and you said something interesting just a, a minute ago about people listening. Well, I think you're listening, but not all of them are paying attention. Uh, we have people who we feel ask compelled. questions at the end of the show? <laughs> can, we, can we have a quiz at the end of the show? We should. We should see who's okay. paying attention, right? And we'll have a prize for the, for the best answers. Um, okay. But, you know, people that feel compelled to use, say, a friend or an uncle or an uncle of a friend or a friend of an uncle or someone maybe they've used before, uh, as, as their listing agent, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But I think before you list with them, two things. One, you need to ask them, what are you going to do for me to get me the maximum exposure to sell my house? Yeah. And when they tell you, they should give us a call, and then we can tell them what we do. Because, you know, the three rules of real estate when it comes to buying, we all know it's location, location, location. And we know the three rules to improving the value of your home are, you know, declutter, declutter, declutter. But the other three rules to maximize the money you That's get nine your rules. House. You know this, Rick. This it, is nine well, we're going to be up to nine that. rules now, and I'm going to add three more, and that's going to be exposure, exposure, exposure. Okay. Now, if the agent you're dealing with can do what we can do, then by all means. If he can get you the money we can get you, by all means. 
you know. But if they can't, if they can't, you need to do what's best for you as the home seller and go with the person that not only will help you improve the value of your home and help you declutter and help you sell your, your contents, but will provide the maximum exposure possible to sell your house for the most money. Because exposure means more people are coming to see your home, which translates to more people bidding on your home. Well, I no, mean, no, this, you don't want them right? in the home unless they're qualified, right? You well, qualify this is true too. This is true too. But that's the other thing, Paul. We help people qualify. It, it's, there's no excuse not to buy a home today, uh, even with this blip, as you call it, uh, in what's going on right now. Banks are a little slower, but we're here to help. Yeah, here in Ontario, we're almost over the blip. We got to wear a mask. Yes. And we got to buy locally. Yeah. Buying a house, you got to buy local for sure. Yeah. But I want yes. people wearing a mask. I can't overemphasize that. I'm glad. That yeah. Everyone's so wearing definitely. A mask. Definitely. You know, we're here to keep people safe, and we're, we have protocols in place to make sure that when we come to your home, someone comes to your home, that they're, they're practicing all the safety practices necessary to keep everybody safe, uh, which mm. is just going to lead me to uh, one last thing that I want to talk about. We have this amazing home just minutes from Port Credit in, in Lakeview area of Mississauga. It's a beautiful property. Under nine hundred thousand dollars in a very prestigious neighborhood in Toronto. Houses. In Under nine hundred. Well, it's actually Mississauga, which it, it, in okay. the same neighborhood you're sharing uh, homes with one point five up to two million dollars. So when you can buy a house in a neighborhood like that, even if it needs a bit of work uh, or for a future uh, project, so we're calling out on all investors, first-time buyers, builders, renovators, or just someone who just wants to buy a home to downsize to. We're here because, yeah. after all, Paul, one of the things we do is help people to downsize. So yeah. uh, I'm going to give out my phone number so that people can reach me. Uh, I can be reached. It's uh, Ricky Bag from Roller Page Real Estate Professionals at 416-258-3972. And we're here to help people downsize. We're here to help people buy. We're here to help people sell their homes. We're here to help them do everything and take the stress out of selling their homes. Well, I want people to listen a little bit later on because I'm going to actually regurgitate some of the stuff you said now Good. about what we Good. actually do. Our part of preparing the home for you to sell. So I'm going to be actually going in that later on because I get some questions during the week, and right. I want to just I want to uh, just explain it clearly because mm-hmm. I mean this. I hate when people give away a thirty-seven hundred dollar map for nothing. Yeah. That yeah. means someone went into someone's house. They they maybe inherited it. They yeah. wanted to clean out the house as fast as possible mm-hmm. to get them. Everyone knows what the house is worth. You know what yeah. I mean? And they don't know yeah. what stuff inside it's worth. For sure. And this is where, and I mean, someone is, okay. It's, it's just frustrating. It's, it's when I hear the stories and then you know that the person actually needed the money. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I know the, uh, the antique dealer who sold the map didn't need the money and he's got lots. So, yeah. One of those things that you want, you just hate money being thrown away. And that's what we're going to talk about this photograph worth $2.3 million later in the show as well. Because right, they're right. in people's homes. They got lottery tickets in their basements. They do. Some just don't know. But you got to cash the lottery ticket. You got to check out the numbers. And that's how you check them through us. Exactly. Thanks for exactly. the call. I know it's a beautiful day out there. Yeah. And uh, hopefully you go to my friend. You know my friend out in Clapperson's Corners. Right. On Highway right. 6, Ron. you got to go yeah. see him. I was yeah. out there this week, and yeah. he's got so much stuff there. People downsizing on uh, 
downsizing or restaurants closing and stuff. It's just, and he's willing to make deals. He's got, he's got to raise cash. He's willing mm-hmm. to make deals. This is Ron at, uh, it's Cobson's Corners. He's got a couple of horses out front and a dinosaur on there. And it's Highway 6, south of the 401 and north of the QEW. Okay? Right. right. Go, I want you to go there one day. Okay? I'm going to go. Because I, I often go to uh, Aberfall there. I spend my days there. And uh, we'd love to go. And I'll be popping in to see your friend there for sure. Or you can go see my friends out in Southport. Thanks, Definitely. Rick. I will talk to you later. My pleasure. I'll be looking forward to hearing uh, more from the show. We'll talk soon. Yep. yep. Thanks. Okay. Great. I don't know if I said this. My wife's reminded she's looking for an IBM Selectric typewriter that's working. Okay. And that that would get me out of the doghouse if I actually get one this week. I'm actually willing to pay for it. Normally, if someone brought one of these into me, I'd say ten dollars. But apparently, now she wants one as long as it works. But okay, we're going to go to Christine first, and then I'm going to go on to my rant. Christine, how are you doing? I'm good, thanks. How are you doing? Good. How can I help you today? Well, I'm sitting here thinking if we have an IBM electric in the basement or not. <laughs> we have a number of manual ones. There's a, it's a manual. I know what kind. You know something? I'm not a typewriter person. and I know my son is like, he looks at a typewriter and says, where's the send button? You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll have to look and see because there's a possibility. Anyway, we've got a box of, but they're not in the original packaging. They're brand okay. new, but sitting in an, an old, dusty box. Okay. Um, Tonka tractor toys. Okay. For what years are they? There's not a year or anything on them. They're at least, they're over 30 years old. No, no, but when I, sometimes when I ask this, and I say, when were your kids' kids? You know no, what no, I mean? This is not, my dad had a store, and my sister, and um, my dad had a store, and they were picked up a long time ago, and, and my dad died Oh, almost sorry, 20 yeah. years ago, and, and when things were cleaned out, there were things that were thrown out that should have never been thrown out. Oh, I know that happens. When, no, if they're Tonka toys in good shape, especially the metal ones. Well, they're brand um, new metal, yes. If they're brand new metal, you got to come and see them because we can get where you'll go on to Freebay and they'll have prices on, but if they're perfect shape and haven't been retouched, haven't been repainted, there are people collecting or trying to recapture their childhood at vastly inflated prices. And so we take advantage of that if we can. And they're willing to pay for the perfect unused toy. I told you last week, and I was serious. I got two calls this week about someone paid $114,000 for a video game. U.S. That's I believe it, yeah. yeah. Because it was perfect. Now, so say the Tonka toy, I don't know which one you got, but say it's worth $30, you might get $70, $80, $90 if it's perfect. Okay. Okay. And I think Tonkas weren't, it was only later they were issued in self I think late, early Tonkas were not issued in boxes. So you might have, there's no box available, they would ship them that way because they're metal toys. Okay, it's possible, yes. Okay. So, yeah, give me, uh, yeah, call me. Now, my, our store number, right? I mean, being this being my show and advertising a little bit, my, well, I'll uh, we're send at you a 10, picture and email is what I'll do. Okay, it's sales. At mm-hmm. torontogoldsilver.com. And you can always call my store to get the email address. We are at 905 737 4653. The reason I give up my phone number, I know some are too shy to talk on the air. They don't call me. I don't bite. Right. But if you call me during the week, I'll always try and help you. Sometimes I can't. Okay. So I'll and I- I've also, sorry, I've also got um, 
a couple of old movie posters. Oh, what kind? Uh, it's a French movie, so I, I'd have to go into it. And the same thing, I, I, I'd have to just send a picture of it. Send me a picture, movie, I told you. The Humphrey Bogart one is $439,000. Okay, and I'm curious okay. about the maps. What kind of maps? Old oh, maps? Old maps are worth money, especially um, even the old ones, um, the gas station maps you get back in the 50s, they're buying them, people put them on their walls, cottage country maps, um, any of the maps that have graphics on them, a lot of maps. Now, this map that's sold for 3700 is probably a hand-drawn map, probably 18. I don't know the map. I only heard the story. Right. Okay. But someone brought it to a value village, which I don't agree with anyway. I value village is not a charity. Uh, St. Vincent de Paul, Salvation Army, those are charities. Uh, the other ones are business. When you're giving that money to, to Valley Village, they're taking that money and sending it off to Seattle or some other place that's not here. Right. Okay, and I'm, when I'm saying about buying local, I want people to buy local from their neighbors. I want the stuff, if possible, to be made here and keep the money circulated. This is the only way we're going to beat this blip. We wear masks and we buy local. I know I say oh, I agree. a lot. No, I agree. And I wish, and even the check, we were checking the signs. The other, I think it was last week. We still haven't found out where it's imported. It was a Colgate product, and it says imported by Colgate. Imported from where? Uh, I want to know that. I don't care that it's imported. Yeah. I do care, but I want to know from where. It's imported from a, a dictator-type country like Turkey or China or something like that. I'm going to lean it towards something that's made in US, well, that's USA or France or European or some people that are friendly to us. I don't want to buy give people money that we don't like or they don't like us. That's just me. That's my rant for the day. <laughs> That's thank okay. I, I agree totally. Okay, thanks. Okay, I'll send you a bunch of pictures of things. Thanks. Thanks okay, so much. Okay, well, before we get to um, Donald Duck, uh, we're going to get to um, uh, a commercial. Our sponsors, the people who helped me stay on the air. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New generation kitchens and bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love from scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. We're back. We're back. Now, make sure you keep on listening to it. I'm going to be giving the gold and silver price. Gold and silver is at a record. We're going to give you the price in Canadian, and we're going to break it down in a simple way. Now, first of all, I'm going to go to um, Helen in Toronto, and she's going to talk about um, Disney. Donald Duck stuff. How can I help you? Well, hello. Good morning, Paul. How are you today? Uh, working too hard for too little, but I'm not the only one in this club, eh? Oh, How can I sure, help you? Sure. Yes, yes, yes. I have a Donald Duck cowboy bank about eight inches high. Is it? Okay. And he's sitting on a chest. 
Is it metal? No, it's plastic. Okay, as soon as you get to the plastic, that'll be problem. The early Donald Duck stuff, you want to be made out of metal, generally, okay? Okay. Um, because that's earlier, and it'll be made in Japan, and um, and the plastic stuff is made in the USA, usually. Okay. Or it might be 70s or 80s stuff, okay? Mm-hmm. So this is where people collect. Now, you got to remember this thing about Disney. Disney is a really big company and was really, really popular even before now. I mean, remember in 19- I, I don't know how old you are, but I know in 1964, Walt Disney Night on Sunday night, or I think it was right before Bonanza, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was the last show we got to see uh, every on Sunday. And uh, it was, um, and we, all the characters and everything like that was very popular and was wholesome. And, but they were, they are masters, masters at, at uh, merchandising. So when they made products, they made a lot of them. Now, there's a lot of people collect Disney. There's a lot of it out there as well. So your bank might be $10, 15 $20. You know what I mean? Okay. If it's plastic. Some of the metal ones, and the reason metal is because metal corrodes, and the paint will flake off of it. So perfect. Now that's that person talking about those Tonka toys. Mm-hmm. If that metal is, if that's perfectly painted and no flakes off it, that's what people want. They want the stuff in beautiful, beautiful shape. Okay? All right. Yep. Mm-hmm. But... I'm trying to think. I'm trying to find this one. There's so much Disney stuff out there. I collect Disney comics. This is where I'm, I'm still a Disney collector. Mm-hmm. On, um, but if you send me a picture tomorrow at my shop, I can give you an exact value on it. Oh, right, you, right. And exactly what you did there was perfect. You gave me the size of it. Mm-hmm. Now, the other thing is, um, what it will have written on the bottom, Walt Disney Productions, or there will be with a country of origin that was made, Mm-hmm. The country of origin is going to help us uh, time it to when it was made. Okay. okay? Because if it's made in Japan or made in uh, uh, Taiwan or made in Hong Kong, you know, oh, there will okay. all be different time periods where they shifted around the, the uh, manufacturing. Okay. At the bottom of it, it says Knickerbocker, no oh. Hollywood, California. Walt Disney oh. Productions. Okay, Knickerbocker. Yes. Okay, no, that'll have to do a bit. I have to do a little bit of work on it, and my screens are full here because I want to talk about this two million dollar photograph. Okay. And I, have every, I have everything set up for that. I mean, we're live from the laundry room, and I don't have all the production facilities that I have when I'm at Jefferson mm-hmm. down at the Zoomer Studios, eh? Yeah. Live from the laundry room, and with my son not helping, he's he's my uh, IT guy, mm. and he helps me through things. Everything I've set up today, I've set up by myself. And I haven't done a good job of it. How's that? <laughs> okay. I have one more thing. Could I yeah. possibly ask you? Sure. I have, uh, I have um, gotten an 81-piece community plate silverware set. Oh, what pattern is it? you know? It's called community plate. No, no. That's the manufacturer, Oneida or community plate. They will make 50 or 100 different patterns. Now, most of it would used to be the kids don't want it now because it doesn't go in the dishwasher. It still sells, a community plate set will sell between $20 mm-hmm. and $125, $150. No, you said 81 pieces? Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Okay, that's a big set. That's that a might be between, it, probably between $80 and $160. That's okay. what it'll sell for. And I don't know the pattern. Mm-hmm. Now, if it's a major, here's the thing. If it's a major pattern, yes. um, there are more people who want it, but there's also more of it out there. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of people downsizing right now. We get in four or five, because we take silver plate in, 
Yeah. Uh, like the tea sets and stuff. People also bring in the flatware. Okay. They just go on. They want to use stainless. They want to put in. They just a lot of people just get sick and tired of keeping it out separate from the dishwasher. You know, mm-hmm. the kids. And we all know. I got kids. I got two hundred sets of china. And they went to a big box store and buy china. They won't even take it from me for free. They'd rather pay the money. Mm. And I know I'm not alone in this. And some of my china is not all ugly. I have some taste. But they just say, Dad, this is not us. We want this and this. And they're willing to do that. And a lot of the kids out there, unless they really are short of funds or they're trying to be nice to you, um, they, they, uh, they don't want it. The glassware is the same. I say, glass, it's, it's perfect. Why go out and spend a big box store and send the money overseas? This glass is already here. And... If, if, if I have it right, I'll even give them the glasses with instructions so they know how to use them. Mm-hmm. Okay, but, yeah, no, that's the problem now. If you send me the picture of that, I can ID it for you tomorrow. Yeah. And then you can check what it'll sell on, because a lot of that we sell on eBay. Oh, okay, okay. Because mm-hmm. that's what we sell. But to put it on eBay, you can't put community play. you got to put what pattern is. I'll be glad you send me a close-up picture of it. If I can, I, I can ID it. I've got all the books for IDing it for you. You okay. either sell it to me or I'll help you sell it. How's mm-hmm, that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay? Okay. And uh, when I, what do Sale. I do to, to send you a picture? You can send it to my phone, which okay. is 647-698-8989. Okay, 298, yes. 8989. 8989, okay. Or you can send to sales. Mm-hmm. TorontoGoldSilver.com. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, now tomorrow we're going to be very busy because we have an auction ending today. Mm-hmm. Uh, a thousand and a lot auctions ending today on high bid. Yeah. So uh, I know we're going to be busy, so if I don't get back to Tuesday, I mean, tomorrow I'm just going to be doing that and sending out checks. All right. Okay? Okay. Thank you very much okay. for the call. Thank you, Paul. Bye. Thanks. So later on the show, we're also going to, like I said, we're going to go to, uh, if you've got, some items, like we're talking here. I'm going to go on to what we do in a minute. You've got painting, old radios, old jewelry, autographs, prints, pottery, old motorcycles, sports car programs, fishing magazines, sewing machines, comic books, golf clubs. Comic books are huge. I can't. There are people who have million-dollar comic books selling for $3 million. Golf clubs, or even, even the collection. We told you, we sold a comic book from 1958, which is not that long ago. $33,000. That's what we got for it. Now, that is like finding a little bit of a lot. Not a full lottery ticket, but not a, like a free ticket type of winning either. Old tins, uh, the gas station stuff. This is what people have in their basements. It's just It's sitting there. It's, you've forgotten you've even got it unless you go down and look at it. Old tools. Right now, um, some of the um, used tool stores, because they need old used tools, especially power tools. A lot of times when you couldn't sell them before, they're, they're in want of them right now. If you've got a whole basement full of power tools or and tools you want to get rid of, I got the guy for you on this as well. Okay? Now, we're going to go to the gold-silver prices. I'm going to give them twice today because they're so important. So important. I can't get over this. Okay? Gold at an all-time high this week. Well, in Canada... It's at 1900 U.S., so for all those people who are watching BNN. Or in Canadian, it was $2,550. What does that mean to you if you're selling your 10-carat ring? We are paying. This is what we're paying. A lot of people, you go to these other places, they'll say, and I say these prices, 
still say, oh, you can't be paying that. This is what we're paying. Ten carats, copy this down, is twenty eight sixty nine a gram tomorrow morning. Fourteen carats, forty dollars and seventeen cents per gram. Eighteen carat gold, fifty one sixty five per gram. Twenty two carat gold is sixty three twelve. Silver dollars now and the and the things we're paying fourteen ninety. And sterling silver. And I'm saying this because it's, oh, it's only sterling. Is 74, 74 cents a gram and eight hundred silver. I'm going too fast. Call in, tell me I'm going too fast. Is sixty four cents a gram. If you want to find out about stuff, I want you to call in. Our numbers here are the board happens to be empty four one six three six zero zero seven four zero. Or if you call from out of town, because people live out of town, one six six. Seven four zero four seven four zero. Okay. Now, like I say, the gold prices. I'm saying this, and we're also selling. I'm selling um, maples in our store. We we have a neighbor right north of us, and we're selling our brown two dollars per maple underneath his price. I don't have his overhead. I don't have to make as much money as he does. But literally, right now, he's charging tomorrow morning. He's charging for 19, uh, 2020 maples, thirty nine oh one. okay? So we're charging $36.50. We're actually more than $2, okay? And then I'm saying this. This is important because you gotta, you got to ask. There was a guy who went in yesterday who literally on what he got sold there, because another customer, one of my clients was in there, I would have paid over $1,500 more for exactly what he sold to the, to the store. Because this person did not get a second opinion. They went, they bought it there, so they figured they can sell it there. But we pay more. I can't, like I said, it all depends. Some people just don't want more money. I can't help those people. But we're also, like I say, on gold maples right now, we are the best price in the city. We have gold maples in stock. We have silver maples in stock. We have one-ounce bars in stock. But we're also looking to buy more, and we have silver dollars. Okay. Now, what I have, well, I want to talk about what we, what we do here. We got a couple of calls, but I want to go into this. Now, what we do, we, you find, okay, you're sitting there. You finally decided to, you're, you want to downsize, you want to move to something smaller, or uh, you just decided you want to move out to the country. You want to cash in your $2 million house in Toronto and buy something for $500,000 outside of town. You decided to downsize, and we know this is tough. We try and take the stress out of this, but you have to get rid of some items, okay? So you got a full house full of stuff. You decided to do this, you know, yourself and your wife, or, and you decided to do this. What do you do? Where do you start? That's when you call me. Don't call me after you've cleaned it up and you decided, oh, now we've gotten rid of all the garbage, what we think is garbage, like maps maybe, and... Uh, You've gone with all this stuff, and now we can go, well, this is things we think are worth money. Because a lot of people, so the things they think are valuable are not as valuable. There's other things that are more valuable. They're throwing out the good stuff. So you call us. We come with a step-by-step plan. We see it. We ascertain what has to be done, what your wishes are, where you want to be one month from now, okay? We come up with a plan. And we can give it to, and we, 
like I said, it all depends. We'll tell you how, what you want to give to the family. And if you want to give it to the family, you say, you're giving uh, one son a picture worth $30,000 and the other one a $250 Tonka toy, that's not going to be very fair. We get the most out of your collection. And we get the house ready to sell. And we sell it. Then we help you find a condo or a smaller house. Okay? Then we move you. We kind of do it all. Now, when it comes to selling this stuff, you want to decide where to sell it, consign it, auction it, donate it, or keep it. In some cases, I just can't get rid of that. So you have a full house of stuff. And say also, um, you've decided this, but say, and heaven forbid, sometimes it happens that you've inherited a house full of stuff. Or you might be wanting to get rid of the stuff that your grandma gave you 10 years ago and has been sitting in the basement for the last 10 years doing nothing because she gave it to you and didn't have a person like me to depend on to get rid of her stuff. We can get you an appraisal. Okay, now, and the other thing is, say you've inherited the house, it's full of stuff. You got an idea what the house is worth. You say, okay, this is um, the house is worth this much, but you don't know what the stuff is worth. Now, and you two, there's two problems here. One, you don't want three thousand dollars worth of stuff standing in the way of a million dollar house sale. But on the other hand, if it's a hundred thousand dollars worth of stuff, and you throw it out, or you get only three thousand dollars for it, that's not a good plan either. Now, the reason I'm saying this is because, okay, yes, there's sometimes there's, I go to some of these downsizing places. Now, if I see an item, a $3,000 item, which I have found, and this guy's got it for $250, I buy it. Because all is fair when I'm dealing with dealers. If I'm working for you and there's a $3,000 item there, I tell you that it's a $3,000 item, and we try and get the most money for it. I'm not looking... Like the, like one of these door knockers that comes to your house and they're trying to <coughs> um, buy it for as least amount as possible. I, sometimes in those cases, I'll tell you to consign it. Where the more money you make, the more money I make, which is a win-win for both of us. But there's a difference, like I said, and I've, I don't know how many times I've gone to a field show or something like that, and someone's got an item for $250. Oh, that's $3,000. i will buy that. You know, and uh, but what makes me wonder is if they're selling it for two hundred and fifty, how much did they give the client for it? Now, obviously, they're not. They, I guess they kind of not cheated them or ripped them, but they didn't do it for malicious reasons. They just didn't know what it was worth. And this is this is important. But we have a call here. I'm just saying this is what we do. If you need us, you can call us at nine. Call me at nine zero five. Seven three seven four six five three. If you're downsizing, if you know someone who wants to downsize, if you're thinking about it, we can do a whole house in one week, literally. But you got to call us first because the week starts as soon as you call us. Okay, we have a call, Anthony in Etobicoke. Sorry about the age, Anthony, but I wanted to say this because I get calls on this all the time, and people don't know and. I hate hearing when someone says, I had that, and I threw it in the garbage man. Garbage. And I say, well, did your garbage man go around with a checkbook? They said, no. And I said, how did you work out? So what do I have? For, what, how can I help you? Um, really dig the show, guys. 
Listen every Sunday between 11 and 12. Thanks a lot. Um, guys, I've, I've got um, an original um, Trivial Pursuit game that is still sealed. Now, uh, it's, really? not a okay. it's, not a mon- it's not a Monopoly game, obviously, but uh, I wish it was. Oh, but- yeah. They didn't seal them back then. They didn't have plastic, remember? Yeah, yeah, right, 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 right. Um, this is still sealed with the receipt that I bought. Um, you may remember this. Um, there was a game store on Young above Wellesley. I forget the name of it now. But if the receipt hasn't faded, kind of like a Games Are Us uh, all game oh, yeah. store. Yeah. It was, uh, you know, that's all they sold was uh, board games, mostly. Yeah, now, Anyways, remember the Trivial Pursuit thing? Actually, the first ones were a little bit tougher because um, they couldn't get paid. I remember this. They had they ran into problems. It sold so fast, and uh, they sold to places like Eaton's and places like that who would only pay you. Toys are usually on, I think, 90 or 180 days because they didn't expect it to sell. So right. they, um, with Trivial Pursuit, if I remember the story correctly, they'd sold it. And Eaton's wanted to buy more, but they couldn't produce more unless Eaton's paid its bill, which is kind of weird on this. But these games, sealed one right now with the receipt, it's got to be worth two, three hundred dollars. Oh, all and right, because I had I it, maybe more because <coughs> it's, it's such a Canadian story, and yeah. Yeah. Uh, sealed makes all the difference. Okay. Going forward, and it's not an investment in the same way as a stock or a bond, but I wouldn't take the seal off it, and I wouldn't mind having something like that. And the way I would buy if I was buying, I'd buy it, put my price on it, and not deviate from that price, and just say, this is not, you're not going to find a lot of them out there, okay? And so I that, think, if, if, excuse me for interjecting, but I think, yeah. I think the original price was around $30, yeah, so that's you know it's, it's got to be three to four hundred now. It, it didn't uh, it didn't exceed that, and uh, I know we're, we're about the same age. And what I'm holding in my hand right now, just only because you mentioned uh, Bonanza, um, yeah. uh, about a half hour ago. Um, what I'm holding in my hands now, it, it's a TV guide <clears throat> from January of 1964, and it's called America's Long Vigil, and it's a. It, it, and I'm reading from the cover. A permanent record of what we watched on television from November 22nd to, to the 25th, 1963. And so it, it, it basically is a, is a quite extensive synopsis uh, at the back of the, the TV guide. Um, must be. Okay, a, you know yeah. how TV guides sell? They sell by the covers. Oh, you is know, that right? It's got Lucy yeah. on it or Star Trek or. Yeah. Or, uh, I mean, I'd be wanting to get a Flintstones cover. That's me. Sorry. <laughs> I know oh, I'm showing my age now, aren't I? It's in, I don't want to say raggedy condition. I mean, it, it, it's still everything. Everything is still legible. Um, yeah. uh, now, it's a TV it, guy. Because a lot of us got rid of them. Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. he says 1963. Well, it's January '64, as you're fully aware. The, the assassination was in uh, in, in late '63, uh, uh, so this was somewhat of a uh, commemorative thing. for the week of January 25th 
to 31st. With the information, I can buy, I can buy a 64 with Fred Flintstone on the cover for $5 for $8. Sure, right, okay, all right. Yeah, okay, so the, it's not... But the uh, information, you know something like... Remember the Flintstones? That was prime time. That wasn't a Sunday yeah, morning yeah, that's thing. Right. I remember that. I remember that as a, I was born in 1955, so I, re, I remember. I remember when that uh, when like it was yesterday when it came out. Yeah, that was yeah. The early, I think it was 62, if I'm not mistaken, 61 or 62. And I'll bet you, when you think about that time period, you smile. Like I just, I looked at this and I saw Freddie on the on the cover of the TV Guide. First thing came to my, so I had I had a smile a lot, a wide mile. A, Mile wide, just thinking about. It, but I remember back then, yabba dabba do, but and, uh, no problem. Thank you very much for the call. And, and evidently, oh, I, just, I just want to say, evidently the the toys, um, any of the Flintstone toys, and I did have one of those original Dino the Dino. The uh, oh, there were five six hundred bucks, maybe more if they're working. Yeah, you know, I, I did have. A, I mean, when I was a, when I was a schoolboy, I uh, yeah, I did, uh, I did I did receive one of those for Christmas, and Christmas of '63 or '64 when when they first uh, because they merged out, they merged uh, big time on all their uh, on all their stuff. <clears throat> I'll just leave you with this. Um, it's really interesting looking at this old TV guide, and you know how old horror movies were were how they were referred to. It, yeah. it, they were they were called melodramas. <laughs> okay. Because yeah. Every, yeah, because everything was over the top, right? Every the, all the acting was uh, quite uh, melodramatic. So they they didn't they didn't call them horror horror movies, and all the um, all the TV shows and the variety shows would would tell you the artist who was performing and the song that they would be performing. Takes a dime. I'm telling you, this is what I'm trying to get to my my kids. I said it's a simpler time. And you know something with this blip in history right now, we might be returning to a slightly simpler time where family is even more important, and what we do at home, the experiences at home, are going to be more important. Oh, I, I, I don't think there's any question. I don't think there's there's absolutely uh, no question uh, no question about that since. Uh, since everybody's got a cocoon, and uh, this this cocooning may be the new normal uh, in the years uh, in the years to come. Let's let's hope it's not. I mean, let's let's hope I'm, it is in a in a positive way, but let's hope it's not in uh, in the negative way that uh, we've got to uh, put up with our families. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've learned to be a little bit more tolerant. But you know, Tom, it's just and it makes us. You know, something we'll have a bigger vested when when we have kids or grandkids. We're going to want to treat them right because we know they're going to be around for a while. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> I, I, I'm, going to, I'm going to let you go. You've been very kind. Thank you very me. much. Thank you. Thank you very much for the call. It made Bye me now. smile. Made me smile. Okay. Now, the other thing we're going to, like I said, I want to talk about when we come back after the break. I hope we have a break. Um, when we come back after the break, we're going to talk about $2.3 million photographs. Thanks. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction, held every month, is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. 
Place over a hundred vendors under one antique roof, all competing to give you the best deal. What do you think happens? The new Southworks Antiques in Cambridge, all 25,000 square feet, sat across the Grand River in Cambridge, selling antiques and nostalgia. The kind of neat stuff that has drawn Paul and Bogart here for more than 20 years. Passing through Cambridge? Stop by Southworks Antiques on Water Street and help yourself to free parking. You're going to be here a while. SouthworksAntiques.com. Let's make a deal. Welcome back. Now, our numbers here is 416-360-0740 or one 866 the same solely like I keep on telling Boger to do, 740-4740. And like I say, if you've got to come questions about gold, silver, sport memorabilia, old toys, transformers, uh, Eaton's catalogs, Kenny's hire catalogs, a lot of them think of them, old banknotes, fishing lures, photographs, old photographs. That's what I was going to get into. Right now, and this is there's two parts of this story here. In... Um, Here's a photograph of Billy the Kid that sold for $2.3 million. And I don't know how many times I've said on this show, you know, you've got stuff around the house and some of the old books and photos and stuff like that. While I remember who it is, ID it. Tell the story for your grandkids or their kids or whatever it is. Down the story. They're going to look at these pictures and you want to bring a smile to their faces, but that'll be telling part of the story. Now, if this Billy the Kid hadn't been ID'd, it'd be about a $3 photograph, okay, instead of $2.3 million. But even photographs, I'm saying about this, because we're going to talk next week with my friend Glenn Pye. We're going to talk about type 1 photographs, okay? So another photograph by Andreas Gursky sold for four point three six million dollars U.S. for one photo. That's a lottery ticket. Win. You have $4.36 And even if you think that's another one by Richard Prince, sold for $3.9 million for a photograph. Now, I'm not saying we all have famous people in the background, but you never know someone who might become famous or you didn't know is famous. And this is why you talk to people like us. Photographs and photograph albums. Um, some of the uh, uh, type one, if you've got an original photograph of Babe Ruth playing here in 1927 when he, they came up here barnstorming, that could be worth $1,000. We'll talk about that. Early pictures of the Leafs and stuff like that. We'll be talking on this. This is what I'm saying about photographs. But the main thing here is I'm trying to say is after the show, you're stuck inside. It's really hot out. It's air-conditioned in your house. And you've got stuff. Why don't you go through those old books? Or go to the basement. Find stuff in the basement. Write the story. You can put it on the back. It doesn't have to be written right on the item. You put a piece of paper. You tape it to the back of the photo. Or the item. Or the box of china. How you got it. You know what I mean? Like I say, I think it was three or four weeks ago, I got a number of calls back on it. Where I told people, use grandma's dishes. Take them out. Use them. Have them for Easter. This is an Easter, I guess. Have them out. Use them. Then bring a smile to your face. Remember what you remember when you were having it as kids. <coughs> the turkey meal. Or how much you decided you, decide you disliked Brussels sprouts when they were on those plates. 
We're going to go to another call here. We're going to talk to Don in Scarborough. Don, how are you? How can I help you? Hello? Uh, no, Hello? my name is not Don. My name is Dane. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, yeah. sorry. I just, I'm reading off the thing here. Sorry. You Hello? are from Scarborough, right? So I got half right. Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I get it. Some kind of American quiet. It's, uh, I saw it in the flyer. Uh, they have a 1954-25 cent USA. I got a 1951, you know, the, the 25 cent American American quai. Is what some money? You have to bring them into the store. If, if foreign money is worth money, but it's a silver content, we melt silver. Right now, as I said yesterday, earlier on the show, generally 54 is not very old. But it's in a time when we're still using silver. Like, say if you're 1954, you've got four quarters. They're worth uh, $14.95 for $1. If you have $100 worth of pre-1966 quarters, they're worth $1,495. They're worth more because I sell them for more. But that's what we're willing to pay. And that's why we're going to go through the gold and silver prices before I stop, before I... Uh, Give them one more time because it's so important. I do not want people to get ripped off. You can call me. You're in a store, and um, we're going to do and we're going to do a little bit of secret shopping this week, with them, so I can say exactly what some of my uh, other competitors are paying. I know what my neighbor pays. He pays ten percent less than us on an ongoing basis. But I want to talk about your coins and the old coins. It's generally the silver content because, it, say, it was worth three dollars as a collectible. And now it's worth thirteen dollars as uh, and for silver. Which would you rather sell for? You're going to sell for the silver. And after you sold it, you don't care what happens to it. And ninety percent of the coins that are out there, I'm going to say this: they're mainly, unless you were a dedicated coin collector, went to the coin shops and bought the mint stuff and never touched it again, put in special packages and all this. Most of it's what we call off the street, and it is going to be worth what the silver and gold is worth in it. Like on Sovereign. We're buying Sovereign today at the highest prices ever. My neighbor says he's buying at higher prices for him. His highest price is still below ours. We just pay more than he does. And he's like, we're on the south side of the wall. He built a wall between us because he didn't want people to see us there. But we're right next, we're right up in Richmond Hill. So this okay, is what we're so trying to point is that only the client doesn't. Not too much water, right? Just only no, for this. No, no, no. It's just going to be content. the silver content on these. Oh, okay. But I, I that's that. still a lot of money. I was at a gentleman's house the other day, and he has he had around two hundred dollars a face. So that's going to be around three thousand dollars. Okay, just because he's put it away, it's all silver. There might be. I told him if there's any in silver dollars, you've got a forty-five, or forty-six, or forty-eight. They're going to be worth forty-seven or forty-eight. They're going to be worth money. Thanks for the call. I'm going to take okay. Vernon. I'm going to try and get Vernon in Stony Creek. Thank you. Thank you very much. Hello. How you doing, Vernon? How can I help you? Good. I uh, I have an old table. It's okay. with the porcelain top on it and the pull-out sides, and I have the four chairs, and I've had it for... White, blue, or red? Which color? It's gray. It's gray, gray. With, a, with a design on the top of it, like a flower. Yeah, it looks like kind of poor mica or whatever it is. Right. They used to sell for four hundred. I think they're around two fifty now. And any of the accessories, if your chairs have got the original covers on them, and that they're probably about two fifty, two seventy five. You might get a little more, 
Okay. Um, because they're coming. They're the ninth. They scream nineteen sixty. Mm-hmm. Um, the original covers on the chairs was going to make it that way, and no rust or corrosion. I don't care if there's rust or corrosion underneath the table. Right. I don't want any corrosion on the chrome on the um, on the chairs. This has That's this has, this is all wood. This is wood, but with the top being uh, wood. Yeah, wood. Wood. Yeah. And the okay, top is uh, the top's got the the porcelain on it with the with the pull out sides and a little drawer on it. Okay, don't often see those. Most of the time, they're the ones that were made with the chrome legs and uh, and uh, probably yeah. still going to want the look. If your chairs match the top, um, like I'm right, uh, they're probably going to be worth at least two hundred. Where you know, some if someone has an Edwardian table, a dining room suite with a buffet and a hutch. And from 1940, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm we're hard pressed to get more than one fifty two hundred dollars for them. Okay, literally stuff that costs people a month's pay or two months' pay, or they paid off so much a month for two years. Um, we can't. Um, they're not because they don't go condos. The thing is right now, and this is where the common sense. What's happening in the condo sense is that the kids are the ones who want the stuff and got the money. Right. Us older people want to get rid of the stuff, and we'd want to have the money. Mm-hmm. And But unfortunately, we have to sell them what they want. And a lot of times, if it doesn't fit in a condo or doesn't have a certain line for it, they're not buying it. Okay. And then that's what makes People are still collecting mid-century money. You know that teak furniture? Still popular. All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank you very much for everything. Sorry I didn't help you more with this, but uh, you might have other stuff. Thanks a lot. Okay, our bye now. Our number to the store is 905-737-4653. And we're at 10,341 Young Street. Now, if you want to buy or sell gold, silver, and coins, you can make an appointment or you can just come up. Cups and saucers, like we keep on telling people. Um, the guy yesterday, they're still a little bit popular. Not as popular as they used to be, but... If you've got Ainsley, or a copy on these names, Ainsley or Paragon, that's in the underside. And when you're looking at the cup, you're looking inside the bowl where the tea should be. You look in there, and you see a great big flower and cobalt and not a lot of white. You've got a good cup and saucer, up to $2,500. If you have one with a great big cabbage rose in it, gold or black, and no white, between $500 and $2,500 for one cup and saucer. You give me a whole set of Royal Dalton, like Grantham from 1960, and you have 50 pieces, I'll have a hard time getting you $120, okay? But I can get you this money for cups and sauce. I'm just, this is where the times are changing on certain things. Okay, well, I'm going to quickly, I'm going to give you, a, remember this now, 10 karat gold, 28.69. Copy this down. 14 karat gold, 40, 40.17, 18, 51.65, $1 dollar. Silver dollars were paying fourteen ninety five. I want you. You can call me at nine zero six four seven two nine eight eight nine eight nine. If you're in somebody else's shop and you want to know the real price at that moment, please call me. I'll tell you. I can do it in two seconds. If they can't tell you what carrot it is, walk out of the store. If they can't tell you what the weight is, run out of the store. If they lock the door behind you, I wouldn't even gone in in the first place. I want people to wear masks. I want you to. I want to really thank the um, the frontline workers there, and wear a mask and buy local. Thank you.
This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.